Hi, everyone. This is Angela Boswell, and welcome to The Spiritual Life. I feel like our whole journey here is about learning that we are all one. We all have the same emotions. We all really want the same things. We want to be accepted and loved, and we want to belong somewhere. Those are human needs, very basic human needs, and we all have them. But um, our quest of finding those it all looks very different for each one of us. And so that's how our behaviors look so different. And sometimes it's hard to understand others because they're going about it a different way than we are. And so I believe that all of our experiences in this life are to help us understand that we are all here as one. We're all experiencing life um, individually and yet as a whole. And we're here to understand that, that you're just like me and I'm just like you, and we're just trying to find our way. And you know, maybe we're different ages, maybe um, we're different races, maybe we grew up in different countries or different areas of the country or in very different families and different cultures. And our journey is to find the commonality with each other in, in our experiences and to have that open mind and compassion and love. And it's, it's a hard journey it's a long journey and sometimes we are disappointed, but the only time we can be disappointed is when we have an expectation of an outcome that did not occur. So I know for me, whenever I have those feelings of disappointment or discouragement, I have to trace it back and say, okay, okay, Ange, <laughs> what were you expecting the outcome to be? Because when we expect an outcome, we are attached that something must look a certain way. And that attachment is what hurts us if it doesn't happen that way, the attachment to that specific outcome. If it doesn't happen that specific way, it's that attachment to that expected outcome that we are grieving that is hurting us um, that that makes us sad or discouraged or or whatever it may be so we may have a relationship with someone and we have a expectation of them and of the relationship and that it should have a certain every action or conversation should have a certain outcome or a job um, we have an expectation of a job, you know, or an expectation of said going to school and getting a job. And it has to look a certain way because we have an expectation of our of our actions that we're attached to. But it's when we have those expectations of things, that's when we get hurt. And so it's on us, you know, it's on us that we expected that. And then we have to look at why we expected something to happen. Was it our own doing or was it someone that led us down that path? And it's something for us to look at in that. And I'm not saying it's bad to be discouraged or disappointed. It's human and it's, it's an occurrence all the time that we have. 
But if we don't want to have it or we want to understand why we are feeling a certain way about something, we must trace our steps back to what was our expectation and was it realistic? Um, Was it manipulated by someone else? Um, Was it created based on our culture and our upbringing? Um, You know, what what formed this expectation in us that was not met in some way. And, you know, I'm always trying to suggest clues, (laughs) clues for people on their spiritual journey, like where to look, where's the clue here to look. Okay. So that's my, that's my clue for tonight is when you are disappointed discouraged, upset with something, trace it back to what was my expectation of that. And then when you have that answer, say, um, my expectation was that he would act a different way. In, In that circumstance, I expected him to act this way and he didn't, he acted that way, okay? So then I can trace that back to, okay, from I am hurt and disappointed that this person didn't act the way I wanted him to trace it back. Well, what was my expectation? Well, my expectation was when I said this, he'd say that. Then you've got to trace that back to what created that expectation. So, you know, did, did he create that expectation because he acted like something he wasn't? Did I create that expectation because I want him to be something he's not? Did my past relationships create that expectation? Because in the past, when I said it, the other person I was with said that. And so I expected him to say that because I said this. You know, is it my past experiences? Is it my friends that influenced my expectation? Is it, um, you know, is it cultural? You know, what is it? that made me create that expectation in my mind that set me up for a disappointment because it wasn't the other person. And that's something I want to be clear. They're just being them. Okay. And I know that people don't like when I say that, but it's true. Most people aren't out with some agenda to act different than they are. They're just being them. It's your expectation of them that hurt you and disappointed you. It's not them. They're just being them. And you're just being you, right? But if you want to change and you want to have a better experience, then you need to break it down and analyze it and figure yourself out. And if you don't want to keep having these repeated patterns of being disappointed or discouraged, You've got to look at your expectations and change them. And I'll tell you something. There's an easy path to peace, and that is to have no expectations of an outcome at any time, period. Kind of weird coming from the voice of a psychic, huh? (laughs) That's kind of funny, right? I mean, that's what I do for a living. I predict things for people. But in my work, I have learned that 
most of the times we want to try to predict something. So we have the illusion that we can control the outcome. And if we can control the outcome, we won't be hurt. So that's why we want to know that most times. So um, I have a guest coming to join me now for, um, she'll be coming here in just one moment. And there she is. Hi, Sonia. Thank you for joining me. Hi, Angela. Thank you for the topic. That's awesome. <laughs> well, we're kind of wandering all around tonight, but um, I think it's just one of those nights and I'm going with it. So how are you doing tonight? I'm great. Thank you <laughs> for hosting. I thought I'd come and say hi because I, I seen you a couple of times here. So, um... Oh, great. <laughs> so what are your thoughts on all this stuff that I'm just rambling on about? Yeah, I mean, what you said about expectations, right? Um, I know that we say to have no expectations, but yet, right? It's hard to just mute the expectations. So how do you go about doing all of those? Yeah, and you have to, you have to look at why you want something to turn out a certain way. What does it mean so much to you that it's that something outside of you turns out a certain way? What does it mean to you? Um, what have you invested in this? Um, so say, for instance, you really want a job and you, you have the expectation you're going to get it and you go on this interview and then you don't get it and you're disappointed. You have to think about what is it about having that job that would have changed you or made things better or something like that. And that's a clue of an area to look. Does that make mm. sense? Yeah, I, that's the awesome way to answer it. And uh, I just, <laughs> I just thought we, I mean, like everybody is like letting go and no attachments and all of these things, right? When all our conditioning is all about, you know, remembering that, setting goals, all of these things, right? Yeah. If we yeah. go into a job and saying that we don't want the job, you know, then it, it is a, uh, it's kind of like contradictory to what we are, you know, I know the expectations and all of these things, but what is it then we should go into when we are interviewing for a job? Should we like, you know, what is it that you're working around it? And you said why, right? Why you want the job and, and why, you know, is it important for you to get this job, right? Well, in some ways we study all our lives for this kind of job, right? So when mm -hmm. you, yeah, you know, then what is it that we should say to ourselves, right, when we're going in yep. um, to the job interview, then to make it so that it, it lessens the expectation, I guess, is yep. another way of putting it. Yeah, I, I can only speak for myself. What I say is this or something better, um, because I don't know everything about the job. I think yes. I do. But I don't. I don't know what the culture is. I don't know what the um, my coworkers. I don't know what their personalities are like. I don't know the um, dynamics that are going on, the politics that are going on. I don't know the future of the company. Um, I think I might know some of it, but I don't because all of that stuff is internal and it's um, it's related to the company, not to me. I'm just going in thinking I need this job because it's the perfect job for me and it's exactly what I'm looking for. But I have to have the faith 
that I'm being led where I'm supposed to go. And so that if, if that doesn't work for me, it's probably because it wasn't a good fit for me. It would not have had a good out, outcome for me. Or if I took that job, um, I wouldn't be able to get the real job that I really wanted that was so much better than that one. So if we go into it with that kind of viewpoint that it's either this or something better, then we we're not attached to that single outcome of that one place. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it gives you a different perspective, right? I just want to bring it out because, you know, throughout when we are looking for, like, if we're going after something, it's because we do want that thing, right? And yeah. so it's hard to say not to have expectations or um, expecting an outcome. Of course, you know, if you want something, you're going to try to get it, right? So, <laughs> and that's, that's the result. So it's like, I have that in terms of the, you know, the different struggles that we all go through, right? And um, yes, I mean, I think it's more like, you know, what you're talking about here, dealing with the trauma of it too, right? You know, you wanted yep. to so much and like you yep. find that you're like, oh, this is a perfect job for me and I'm manifesting it into my life and here it is, right? And then you're going in and like, no, <laughs> like somebody <laughs> else gets it, right? Like, oh. <laughs> and then we it's not the one long wrong delivery date <laughs> yeah. and then we internalize it we think we did something wrong yeah, you know yeah. oh what did i do that i didn't get that job and yeah. so i think we have to flip it and we have to think maybe there was something about that that wasn't in alignment for me or wasn't in my best interest and i just dodged a bullet there and now I'm open to take the thing that that's better than that. But I just don't know that right now because, you know, we only work with what we know. And compared to all of the options out there, it, it, we don't know even a quarter of what's available to us. So I think it's a faith thing. And uh, just having the faith that you're you're on the right track and you want to feel a certain way, but it doesn't have to be attached to a certain outcome to have that feeling. I think that's part of it. And, you know, when you say, you know, everybody says to let go, I totally get it. There's so much rhetoric out there now, like this new age, everything on Instagram, just let it go and be at peace. And it's like, this stuff's hard work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the same thing right? as faith as well. It, it is. And like, you know, uh, it's interesting when you you say that with with faith, right? It, it kind of uh, deals with same kind of concept, right? Letting go yes. and letting something else taking care of you, right? Uh, in many ways, right? Because yep. you don't know, right? Yep. And yep. Uh, yeah, and yeah, so we don't really know what's in our best interest. Sometimes I don't think. I mean, how many times you know? And I, I know at least for me, I've looked back and thought gosh, if I knew what I know now about that person, I would have never gotten involved with them. Mm -hmm. Right. But if it was somebody I really wanted in my life, but there were all these barriers to it, but I pushed through them to have this person in my life, then, you know, it's on me because I'm expecting a certain kind of outcome for someone that wasn't healthy for me when, you know, spirit, God, the universe, however you want to label that may have stepped in and been like, and don't be with this person. They're going to hurt you. But I ignored it. So 
Now I try to be more in the flow and say, if there are obstacles for me to be with someone, I'm just going to go with that and say, hey, that must not be for me. And it would be the same thing with a job or buying a new car or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I at the moment that you're like doing the interview, all of those things still, you know, in effect, right? All these feelings. And I mean, you can like what we learn now, I mean, like, let's say for me three years ago or something like that, it would have been different, right? But mm -hmm. now, of course, I look at what you like just said, right? But it took some time to get there, right? And so yes. the in between is where we have to deal with, right? And uh, because, um, you know, to talk about alignment and all of these things, you have to come into terms with yourself in many ways, right? Yeah. 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 And so I, I find that it's so like when I, you know, I got my first advisor job that I always wanted and then I got it and it wasn't like what I thought it was, right? And uh, so this is kind of like the experience or the wisdom that came with it before <laughs> I am totally aligned. No, just kidding. <laughs> so um, having said that, it was like, you know, it took some time. That's what I'm saying. Um, to get into a place where you can like just look at things for the way they are and yes i mean the job and stuff like that you're right nowadays like if we're like ex you know in terms of expectation it's just it's more like i focus on the process just doing everything well and those are the things that i can do within my control right in many ways yeah. and if i can do it with in in such a way because i'm good at it and I enjoy this process than everything else, than what you said in terms of attachment doesn't come into play, right? Yeah. And uh, so it's just more of just doing crafting and whatever it is that you've been practicing, right? Whether it's school or all of these things, just like um, not so much. I in, in terms of faith, because it's unknown, right? It's something that I can't really control in many ways, right? Everybody will have different um, sets of eyes or different kind of beliefs even right and uh, so i tend to to just stay with the things that i can manage right and that's with you know all sense of things and so that way you can just um, focus on what you can do right rather than you know the outcome of what other people control right so that's how i came to kind of deal with the way life is nowadays <laughs> and of course with age <laughs> hopefully comes a little bit of wisdom and testing out a couple of things you know trying out so many times playing you know land on your face a couple of times or millions of times and then you know you kind of get that that sometimes it just you develop some muscles and it doesn't hurt as much you know <laughs> <laughs> you know, we had mentioned before about the dark night of the soul, and that is the gift that comes in the dark night of the soul, is that when you lose everything that meant something to you, then that's when you have the gift of not being attached to things anymore because you understand that you can lose them. Mm -hmm. um, I think that that's part of walking in faith and not being so attached to an outcome is once you've had that experience talk about you know getting older and once you have that experience of you know either you achieve everything you ever wanted and you're still empty inside 
or you achieve everything you wanted and you lose it all and have to find yourself in it and recreate either either way you are recreating yourself and finding yourself when you go through that it's much easier to let go and be detached from the outcome because you know that life changes and it can shift in any moment none of this is permanent or predictable does that make sense yeah i totally um understand that i think when yeah. you talk about the grief component there is that traumatic experience that some of us do go through and you know at least maybe a lot of us go through right i think it's one of those things where it is a wake-up call in many ways yeah. right and because yep. you yeah i mean i i talk you talk about grief is like that total uh, devastation almost of your whole like the way you see life right yes and and so and you talk about the dark night i don't know what it is but i assume that it means the same as the dark night <laughs> yeah so yeah i totally understand um so i appreciate the conversation i won't take up too much of your time but i just thought i come in and of course have a great chat with you <laughs> thank, thank you, you so much you're always welcome i'm here every monday night at 7 p.m eastern you're always welcome to come on and be a guest it's so nice talking with you thank you for coming on and, and sharing your thoughts thank you angela have an uh, awesome night you Bye. too you too so as we are um, thinking about all of this, and it does circle around, and thank you so much, Sonia, for, for pulling me back around full circle here, that when we, when we go through the dark night of the soul, which really just means you lose everything that you thought you were, okay? That's the, that's the shortest way I can describe that when we go through that we have to grieve it we have to process it um we have to let go of things that we held so tightly right and then in that process we find ourselves again we find what's important to us and we rebuild our lives but we always know that that could happen again but now we also know that we have it within us to rebuild and recreate again as well. And that's what gives us the faith. And so if something doesn't work out the way that we think and we're attached to that outcome and we're discouraged and disappointed, we can walk in faith and say, you know, maybe there's something better for me out there. So I try to get in the habit of saying this or something better. Like, like I, I don't want to limit God, you know, I want to be like, hey, God, look, you know, this is what I think should happen. But if you've got something better planned for me, I am totally open to that. Bring it on and I will take it and I will shift gears on a dime, right? Just this or something better. You know, I'm, I'm cool with, I'll take better than what I think is good for me. Because there have been a lot of times, especially when I was younger, I picked things that I thought were good for me and they were not in the long run. But I learned and I grew and I, yeah, I know all that. And one thing that, um, that Sonia said too about this whole, you know, everybody tells you, just let it go, just let it go. Um, that's so hard to do. And um, it, it does, you know, bring us to a space to look at why something's important to us, why we're attached to something, what it means for us to be that, who would we be without that thing, 
you know, um, as I was talking with Jessica earlier, and we were talking about the expectations of, you know, you, you grow up, you, you go to, to college, you get married, you have kids, you have a great job, you know, in, in those things make you who you are. You may be somebody who like followed all the rules, you know, and it makes you who you are. And then all of a sudden something happens and it's over, you know, maybe at the same time you get divorced and your kids move in with the other spouse. So you're living alone all of a sudden, and then you lose your job. And, and then that, you know, you, you, maybe you lose your home and your money and then maybe, you know, a parent gets sick or, you know, all of this crazy stuff happens at one time and it disintegrates everything that you created that made you, you. Well, you get through it day by day and you grieve it. And it's in that grieving process that you understand yourself and you learn to recreate everything around you. Um, so it, it's a long journey <laughs> and it's our life's journey. And as we move into this space, no matter what age we are, it really defines us and it helps us grow and understand ourselves better. And it shows us how limited our beliefs were in the past. And, uh, you know, we, we continue going through these shifts and changes that we have in life and um it's all part of it and we search for for meaning and we search for ways to make ourselves feel better and lend understanding to our lives so that it makes sense and we know that we're just not here for nothing you know that our lives really do mean something and and I believe that they do. And you'll hear me talk about these different concepts, you know, every Monday and about how I think that the meaning of life is about us all evolving collectively and individually. And that's what our purpose is here to do. But that evolving isn't, you know, is it going to be found just in books or yoga classes or, um, you know, gurus or whatever? that learning is individualized and we have to look at our own stuff. We have to look at our own pain and no one can tell us what to do or how to do it. They can't. People have been there before. Like, like I've been there. I get it. We can give you examples and we can give you clues of where to look within yourself and we can ask the right questions and we may can lend some perspective for you and explain some things and give you some context because we've been there and we want to share to help you, but we can't tell you exactly what you're supposed to do because only you know that and only you can go through it because this is your journey and it's leading you to a much better place and, um, a much needed place for your own evolvement. And, um, and we're all working there hand in hand. We can walk through this together, right? So speaking of that, I do need to, uh, I do need to take a moment and explain to you something that has really helped me lately. And um, I, I have a sponsor now that is sponsoring my podcast, but it's a client that are a product that I truly believe in. I've been using it for a couple of weeks now. And um, I had, gosh, 
I've gone through all these life changes with hormones because I'm getting so old now. <laughs> oh gosh. And, um, and I, I was not motivated for a couple of months, which is so unlike me because I'm like super driven, motivated, focused kind of person. And I went through a couple of months where I wasn't. And you know how we talked about that um, you're going to go where you're being led. Well, this company reached out to me and asked me to try their product that they were interested in, in sponsoring me. They liked my podcast and they liked my topic and how I present things. So they just wanted me to try it. So I tried it and I could not believe the difference it made. Um, I'm starting, my mind is, is returning back to the way that it was like 10 years ago where I can focus and concentrate and my motivation's coming back. And it's not something that I would use to lose weight, but it's definitely making me motivated to get back on the treadmill again. So um, I'm just offering it to you. It's worked really well for me. It's called Magic Mind. And you can find out more about it if you go to magicmind.co slash spiritual. And um, they said that I could also offer you 20% off if you want to try it on your first order. You just put in the code spiritual20 and you get 20% off your first order. So um, once again, that's magicmind.co slash spiritual. It's this productivity drink and it has um, adaptogens that reduce stress, inflammation, anxiety, nootropics that help improve memory and keeps me focused and matcha tea, which sustains my energy all day long without the jitters. I still drink coffee because I love coffee. I love the way it smells and tastes, but I don't have that caffeine crash anymore because I'm using Magic Mind. So please check it out if you get time. I love this stuff. I'm staying on it. It was definitely a godsend for me. I'm so glad they reached out to me and I just went where I was being led on this. So Thank you for listening to to um, to my testimony on that product. I absolutely love it. So, back to um, what we were saying here about uh, about grieving and loss. I hope tonight that I've helped you see that when we grieve, it's not just about grieving people that we've lost and loved ones that we've lost. It's also grieving identities that we've lost relationships that we've lost. And in all honesty, the more people that I talk with all the time, I think as a country, we are grieving everything. You know, we're, we're grieving how life was before COVID. We're grieving about how we're so uh, we're so divided now and we're grieving times where we felt more unity as a country and less divis div divisiveness. Am I saying that right? I think that, um, that we, there's so much grieving on so many levels. Oh, I have a great guest coming in now. Daryl's coming in to, to talk with us tonight. And, um, I don't know where you're going to go, Daryl, cause I've been all around the world and back tonight in today's talk. <laughs> way off topic so i'm gonna just turn it over to you what would you like to talk about well first off uh, congratulations on the sponsor and speaking of covid i was wondering if there's any research about this magic memory for people with long covid uh, long hauler co uh, covid uh relief yeah i you know i just recommended it to a friend of mine whose husband is suffering from long covid um, because everything that she's told me about him, this product helps with that. And so yeah. um, 
I believe there's going to be a lot of research on long COVID with this Magic Mind product. Um, I'll tell you, I also think that the way of the future is through uh, mycelia, you know, through using mushrooms. And I'm an mm, avid definitely. mushroom hunter now so because I'm in the Pacific Northwest. So I go on mushroom hunts and uh, I just, I love it. But I feel like those adaptogens, this has ashwagandha in it also. So um, I, I think it's the way of the future. And I do think it will help along, you know, long COVID. But I'm not a doctor and I'm not even a medical intuitive. So I can't say that, but I think it will help. <laughs> Thank you for asking. Yeah, well... Yeah, we'll do some research on it, but I just didn't know if it was uh, it's something that they promoted as, as um, a function of it as well. But I, uh, I agree. Are yet. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, I don't think they are yet. The product, um, the company has only been around for a year. And so mm -hmm. um, I know they have a lot of studies, but I don't know if that's been one yet or not. Um, so I would, I would think, I don't know why it wouldn't, um, you know, my husband is super skeptical of anything that is like alternative medicine and I mm -hmm. had him try it. And now he's like, we've got to order that. <laughs> he's like, I've, I've been thinking wow. clear all day long. We've got to get that. And so he's my greatest testimony. If he's buying into it, then I know it's good. <laughs> well, that, that brain fog is, is a real thing. Um, and so I think that there's a there's millions, tens of millions of people that have some effects from long hauler COVID at different amounts. And around the world, you know, there's so many. So, uh, and I totally agree that, um, you know, there's so much being done with mushrooms um, as far as uh, mushroom coffee and all these kinds of things. And I'm just, I'm just becoming more aware of it too. Um, so yeah, it, I definitely agree with that. Um, Let's see. So to your point, um, everything, it's its almost like my my greatest mind, you just speak all the words that I want to say in my mind, but I always have a way to complexicate it so much. Uh, <laughs> but no, I really enjoyed what you were saying. Um, and uh, you were really carrying a good stream of consciousness there about, you know, all these kinds of things, um, such as us all wanting pretty much the same thing. And um, the, the ideas of, uh, you know, all of that that you were just talking about. And, um, you know, I didn't get the chance to hear the part about grieving about the, the spiritual journey. Um, but uh, as I've evolved in my spiritual journey, um, I feel as though I don't really grieve losses of people per se. But uh, when I sometimes look at um, grieving of maybe um, situations or environments, you know, like uh, you're, you know, I think when your kids grow up and you look back and you say, wow, that, that went really fast. Or, you know, like you say, going back to the days when, you know, uh, our disagreements politically were just minor compared to the way they are today, or, you know, all, all of the different situations that you look back at and you say, wow, those were the good old days and we didn't even know it. <laughs> so, yeah. um, yep. so in the, in those, in those cases, uh, I definitely agree with that, but because I think of our lives as, you know, always, um, I, I don't think when we lose somebody, they're far away at all. 
And so um, that's, that's my, you know, sort of my take on that. Yeah, well, um, tonight my, my topic, my guest wasn't able to come on. She's a grief therapist. So I'm hoping I can get her mm -hmm. on next week. Um, and we can we can have a, a discussion from her side of it on that. But you know, as you were just talking, mm -hmm. I thought, you know, empty nest that you having that empty nest syndrome. There's a grieving process mm -hmm. that comes after that, and then yeah. also in retirement, when people retire, there's also a grieving process there, and that's not anything ever anyone ever talks about. Right. Yeah, all of these things. And like I've uh, my whole life, I've been afraid of becoming irrelevant, you know, and so that's a thing that I, I worry about it at some point, um, you know, completely not having my finger on the pulse of things. Yep. And so there's, there's all of these different things that we go through in our aging process. And, um, you know, along with aging comes wisdom and a lot of other wonderful things. But there's also a lot of, you know, looking back and saying, wow, you know, that that was for a moment. And we, you know, a lot of times when we're busy in our 30s and 40s and stuff, we don't realize how fast things are moving. And, you know, all of these situations when you're raising kids and things like that, you know, um, it just seems like it's unbearable all that you're doing. But at the same time, it's just like, how do you rejoice in that? every moment of it in the, in the entire journey. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I've been through the same, same feelings. It's like, where did it all go? And then, um, you know, we're talking about the dark night of the soul and that's about, you know, just losing everything that was your identity. And so that could mm -hmm. happen, you know, with, with parents that are, that are really involved with, with their kids and then their kids move away and then their identity's gone or um, someone who really uh, is focused on their job, maybe over identifies with their job and then they lose their job. So who are they now? Um, you know, it's something that we go through a lot, but we are taught to leapfrog the emotions of it all. And, oh, but you're happy now. Oh, but now, you, you know, you're retired. You don't have to work or, oh, now you're free. Your kids are gone. And we're supposed to leapfrog that grieving process. And, and I, I think it's just, it's, it's harsh and we've got to take the time and learn to be gentle with ourselves and let ourselves feel our emotions and process things so we can leave it behind and grow. But we don't do that. We, we try to jump ahead to the next thing. Yeah, I agree with you. I think that, um, you know, the future is, you know, the future and the now is really all that really is. I think the past is sort of, you know, you can't go back and change the past. You can't go back and do much with the past. The past is almost dead compared to what you can do with the future and what you can do in the now uh, with, with your beingness. Um, and I, um, going back to your point about our life purpose, I couldn't agree more with you. It was really, you know, I really look at it as a zigzag, zigzag up in an evolutionary stance where you're, you're constantly um dancing with whatever it is um to to level it up and a lot of times you, you're sort of dancing with things that are not exactly similar sometimes they're dissimilar and yeah. um and so they're complementary and as you put one plus plus one one plus one they equal three or five or eight 
and and that's that's it like that's that's the whole goal is to to multiply your um your growth and maybe take some people along with you um yeah. for that and that's sort of what i see yep and yep and turn back and be the example to those that are on that path behind you and and i i do believe that's it and i do believe it comes in increments like that it's not um you don't just wake up one day and then life's different you know you go through the process of growing and that's that's the whole point i do i yeah i believe that's the whole point here so yeah yeah, yeah. well thank you so much i love to hear you on your mondays thank and you. uh yeah, and uh, I will definitely look into that product. I'll go ahead and message you to make sure I have the right website and uh, coupon code. Yeah, thank you so much. I'll just repeat it. Thank you very much, Daryl. And I will be, if, I'll listen to you all week, but especially on those Thursday mornings, I love that call that you do that's all about the Wisdom app. You know, I'm going to be a regular on that call. <laughs> I love it. All right. Ask those great questions. I always have so many questions, right? That's okay. You're, you're going to be a, a power user of all power users eventually. Or, that's, uh, uh, that's how I made. I got I want to figure things out. You know, how does this work? That's great. Well, you're doing the right thing. Well, keep it up. Uh, love your programs and uh, hope to talk to you soon. Great. Thank you so much. Have a good night. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks. So um, thank you, Daryl, so much for joining me. It's always a pleasure to talk with you. And um, for all my guests, please uh, look at this, uh, look at tonight's call, see who was on the call and go through and follow some of these great people um, that came on. We, Sonia and Jessica and Daryl, and I know Ellen has just started with this, um, with this app. So please go in and, and see who listened tonight and go through and, read the profiles and follow and start your own talks. You know, why not? Why not express who you are and let other people learn from you and um, from your experiences. And so uh, for, for Daryl and for anyone else that's out there, I'm going to repeat again, the, um, the magic mind website. And this is, this is my personal link. So please use this link. It's www magic mind that's m-a-g-i-c-m-i-n-d dot c-o slash slash spiritual s-p-i-r-i-t-u-a-l www.magicmind.co slash spiritual and the coupon code to get 20% off your first order is the word spiritual 20 the number 20 so spiritual 20 is the coupon code to get 20% off. If you do sign up for a subscription, you get even more money off. If you use that code within 10 days, you get 40% off your first order. Um, I love it. And you guys, I would never, ever recommend something that I haven't tried that doesn't work for me. I would never do that. And I love this product and um, I use it every day and it's really helped me. So thank you so much for everyone that joined me tonight. I know we're all over the place, right? But that's what this is about. We're just sharing. I, I just appreciate you. Thank you for being here. It's an honor to, uh, to speak my truth. And I hope that maybe there's something in there for you that's helpful. I sure hope so. And uh, I will talk with you again. I'll be here next Monday night at 7 p.m. Eastern. You're more than welcome to email me or chat with me through the Wisdom app. Send, 
send me a chat if there's any questions you have about tonight or if you'd like to see an upcoming topic or um, do one of those ask me anything questions. I love those things. I'm having a blast with that. They're on Instagram now. Like I'm all over it. It's just so much fun. I love it. And uh, thank you again, everyone, for joining me. And I'll talk with you here again next Monday night at 7 p.m. Have a good evening. God bless. To learn more about me and my services and to book a session, please click the link in this podcast or visit www.angelaboswell.com. Thank you.